0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Share your views using the hashtag 2019 election on Kaya. Talking from the heart. Today with John Pullman. John Pullman Kaya FM 95.9. 95.9.
1: Six minutes past six on Kai FM ninety five point nine. It is twenty seven days, twelve hours, fifty three minutes, and thirty six seconds until we go to the polls on the eighth of May. That courtesy of the ENCA countdown clock. I do not have those numbers in my head, but it's going to be an interesting election. The established parties are battling it out, but there are also lots of new political parties uh, that are out there campaigning for your votes. We did this two weeks ago, introduced three of those new parties to you. Tonight we do it again. I'll get Guests tonight are the African Covenant, uh, Socialist Revolutionary Workers' Party, and the African Content Movement. Talking from the heart. Today with John Pullman. John Pullman. Kaya FM. 95.9. I have all their manifestos in front of me. The number you need to dial if you want to join the conversation is 86 000 90 If you want to send us text messages, those cost 150. Follow me on Twitter, at John Pillman. If you follow me, you'll see the Twitter handles of all three of those parties. So you can start engaging with them uh, via Twitter as well. And you can f- uh, go to the Today with John Pillman Facebook page where a couple of you are already posting some comments and some questions. We'll get to them later, but let's meet our guests. First of all, joining us from the Socialist Revolutionary Workers' Party, the SRWP, uh, Pagamile Shlubi Majola is the Gauteng Chairperson of the Socialist Revolutionary Workers' Party. Very good evening and thanks for joining us.
2: Good evening. Thank you.
1: Joining us from African Covenant is the President of that party, Dr. Convi Baloyi. Welcome and thanks for your time.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And greetings to your listeners.
1: Joining us from the African content movement, the, also the president of that party, Claudi Motswining. Welcome to KFM 95.9. Thank you very much and the audience. So... What I'm going to do before we get into the issues, and we'll go through a lot of things. I'll also at the end give you an opportunity to raise the issues that you think uh, perhaps I haven't brought up, but that are key electoral issues that perhaps are not getting the attention they deserve. We'll talk about land. We'll talk about the economy. We'll talk about education, crime and health, and much more, I'm certain. But before we do that, what I want to ask of each of you is because you are new political parties, not brand, brand new because you've been out there campaigning, I'm going to ask you each just... Very briefly and concisely tell the listeners what you're about and why you think you would do a good job governing South Africa. I'm going to do it in alphabetical order, but I'm going to do it backwards. So we're going to start with the Socialist Revolutionary Workers' Party. Pagamile Chlube, go tell us about the SRWP, who you are and, and why you think you're votable.
2: Good evening, John, and good evening to your listeners, and thank you for having us on this platform. Well, for us, um, it's really simple. The working-class majority in South Africa, who are the creators of wealth in this country, and not just in the country, but globally, have been denied uh, equality. They've been denied democracy. Uh, What we're experiencing now is not genuine democracy. What we have is simply the right to vote. And um, many members of the working-class died... To defeat apartheid with the hope that after 1994 they would experience genuine transformation in their lives. Well, unfortunately, that's not possible because the system which um, the ANC government has been promoting for more than two decades is a system of capitalism. And the capitalist system thrives on inequality, it is a system where uh, a minority of people get rich. Off the suffering and the hard work of the masses. Um, we are a political formation that's, whose agenda is very clear. We are interested in the destruction of the capitalist system so that the working class majority can rule and, and be in power and so that all policies and, and all um, uh, resources of the country can be used to develop all of society and not just a few.
1: Lauri <laughs> Motswaneng, the African Content Movement. Give us some opening thoughts and introduce yourselves. Uh, Thank you very much Uh, I think as African content
3: Movement We are a non-racial movement What we stand for We stand For the future Of our country We don't concentrate more on the past We concentrate more On the future The issues that South Africa is facing Today it's, It's simple, the basics When you look what is causing all these problems in South Africa, the load-shedding? What, what is the reason? What is the main issue? The main issue is the maintenance. You can talk about ESCOM. You can talk about the roads. You can talk about the buildings. All these issues are maintenance. So what we are saying as African content movement, ACM, let us do the basics. And I'm saying to people of South Africa, I know that some of them, they they don't believe us. When we are saying, first, we will fix South Africa within six months. We are also saying, everything in South Africa that we produce, 90%, it should be owned by the citizens of this country, 90%. We are also saying when it comes to employment, 90% of workers in South Africa, it should be South Africans. So those are the issues that we are talking about. But I think the point that we are missing as South Africa, especially government, you can't have workers striking every year because of salary annual uh, uh, increment. The issue that you need to do as government, you need happy workers. If we, you have happy workers, they will be able to deliver for you. I can tell you, under ACM government, you will never see all this strike, especially when it comes to
1: workers in this country great african cont- uh, african covenant dr baloy opening thoughts who are you what are you offering the voters
0: thank you so much um we are african covenant we are aco and our description for those who can access internet they can go to www.acoparty.co.za they will find two documents that are important to read number one is what is called the covenant And then it's a short document with eight pages. uh, The content is on the five. And then the second one is what is called language and character. So they will see how different or what is coming their way. But the description is the following. We are bringing a Russia's mandate for politics in South Africa. Number two, we are bringing a vision this time. So that South Africans must vote for a vision. Because a nation without a vision perishes we must move from a vision and that vision is to build south africa on four pillars and those pillars are unity respect order and prosperity and then those 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 pillars are inspired by three values a nation and a leader without the value is a danger in in itself so our values are three we've got the value number one which is truth number two which is love number three is selflessness and we believe that when we have this vision, this vision Plus these values, then we can serve one another with integrity and excellence. Let me conclude my comment by saying South Africa has got two important things that are important to to yes. African Covenant. Number one is the is the people of South Africa. Number two is the nation itself. So we are saying our focus is South Africa and its people, and to make sure that we serve them according to the manner in which they are supposed to be served. So that is what we are bringing. Let me let me also link it to 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 that by saying priority to us is that when we talk about employment we're not talking about peace jobs because this has become a feature in our country we're not talking about peace jobs we're talking about quantified systematic resolution of the unemployment problem in south africa and the priority is the youth
1: well let's stay with you because my first round of questions to all three of our guests um with us is the african content movement the socialist revolutionary workers party and uh, African covenant. Let's stay with you, Dr. Beloy. Mm. How are you going to create those jobs? What are you going to do that isn't being done already?
0: Number one is that uh, you need to know who needs a job in South Africa. So we, we, you must go then. Why
1: why do you need to know?
0: You need to know because you can't just create jobs without knowing you're creating jobs for what number one. And you, you must be able to also know who creates a job. A government does not necessarily create a job. It creates a conducive environment for business to flourish. When you do that, business is able to celebrate what they are meant to do and they are able to create sustainable jobs. You provide a framework work within which their their job creation must be anchored and that must be linked to your economy. The current economic system that we have is not helping us to have sustainable jobs that are able to make South African citizens get out from a structural poverty uh, uh, regime.
1: So in a conducive environment for business, mm. w- what for you is an acceptable profit margin? What for you is an acceptable gap between the salary paid to the people who are in executive positions and the people who are entry level workers? Because When people talk about a conducive environment, for business, a lot of people think low taxes and an opportunity to maximize profits. How do you see it? That
0: that is... Precisely what I said, people must look into what we are writing on the covenant because we are saying the issue of the tax system in South Africa must be reformed so that we make sure that the tax does not uh, make the the one who is an employee to suffer from uh, just earning and not making it in life. But at the same time, we must make it attractive to a bi- to, to investors to invest in South Africa without complication and without exerting more pressure on on them in terms of the tax they pay for fuel in terms of the tax they pay for other kind of uh, for imports and exports and also for sustainability in that in, in in business so we have a chain a value chain in our economic program that we have designed or the economic policy that we have designed yes that makes them that makes the employer or the business be able to do business in south africa without necessarily uh, spending much on 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 the on the four Four aspects of economics, you know, the, the staff, yes. the production and the packaging and also the selling.
1: Pagamile I mean, for a party that is, that is resting so much on economic transformation, I'm looking at your manifesto and you say the working class organized as a socialist government under the leadership of the SRWP will do the following about the economy. And then I see 11 points, all of them single sentences it doesn't give us a great deal of an idea as to what you're actually going to do where are you going to start uh, we we know what you're going to abolish i'm not clear what you're going to put in its place
2: what we've been saying and if you read at the beginning of the document we talk about the fact that none of the things can be achieved without the destruction of the capitalist system the first premise before any any um, political party Um, can even endeavor to deal with the extreme structural racism, structural inequality that we have in South Africa, structural poverty which targets the working class majority, is you have to destroy the capitalist system. And for us, that means, first of all, nationalizing all of our minerals, nationalizing the land, nationalizing the South African Reserve Bank, nationalizing all of... Uh, our our resources for the benefit and for the interests of the working class majority uh, and in doing so we believe that we will be able to uh, actually fund all of the ambitious programs that we've detailed in our manifesto things like free education, free healthcare um, as well as um, uh, being able to provide uh, affordable and decent housing, uh, free housing for all South Africans and equality of life.
1: So when you've nationalized everything who for example will run for the sake of argument afri Sam cement I mean who runs that do because we'll need cement because we're going to build all these things that are in your manifesto so so how's it run and who runs it
2: so what we're saying is the SRwp is that um, you it's it's very easy for political parties to draw up a laundry list of things that they're going to do when it's not clear about where and how they're going to fund these things. You'll note in our manifesto, we also talk about a tax regime where, for example, the wealthy are taxed um, higher than, than others in order for us As to... As they are their- now uh no that's not necessarily true john Mm. um the tax regime is very very lenient on corporates in south africa the fact of the matter is that we need a complete transformation in the way that we've been doing things in south africa we can't expect any genuine change for the majority of people if we're going to continue to allow the system as it is to exist right now um, uh, and we say this, you know, all political formations, without exception, are actually pushing for reforms of the very capitalist system that's responsible for massive inequality and poverty. Um, your starting point is, is to destroy capitalism so that you can actually intervene directly in the lives of society and guarantee a quality of life for all
1: citizens. How is the African content movement going to create jobs, create wealth and grow the economy? Uh, look... I think the issue that we
3: need to deal with first is our educational system in South Africa.
1: Can, you see, can, the, can the jobless wait for educational
3: reform? N- n- no, no, no. Just, just listen. I'm coming to the, to the point that you are, you are talking about. Our educational system, when students graduate from university, we produce graduate for unemployment, mm-hmm. because our educational system, it doesn't assist the economy. We just produce. As long as we have degree, South Africans who are very excited. But is that degree relevant to the economy, so that they can be employable, or is that economy relevant to the uh, educational system? It is not. So we do the basics. We are saying on the educational system, we need two educational systems where you do theory for six months, you do practicality for another six months, which means when you are done after four years at the university, you have already acquired expertise, skills, including experience. Why today our own children are asked about experience? When you know that they don't have experience, we want to make sure that at the university level, when they finish, they have already acquired skills, expertise, and experience. In any case, what we want to do, we want to force private sector, we want to force and not negotiate, force those two to make sure that they accept Uh, uh, the students who go there and do practicality. And when they are done with practicality, they should absorb them. Those students from tertiary level, they should not apply for the jobs because they have been doing practicality uh, uh, in government or private sector. Let's deal with unemployment because this one is very important uh, 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 for me in South Africa. How do we deal with uh, 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 unemployment? If you look at unemployment in South Africa, we are saying there are many factories that are closed in South Africa. Yes. We need to make sure that we reopened
1: those factories. There are many industries in South Africa. Will will you try to establish why they're closed in the first place?
3: We know why they were closed in, uh, in the first place. It's because, I mean... When the ruling party took over, you know, they could not sustain uh, those people, especially at the rural areas. Where I come from, from Guagua, there are many factories that were run by black people, but the government could not assist them. So we are going to assist our own people to run those factories and reopen those factories, also to create jobs. There are many potholes in South Africa also causing death for our own people. We are going to make sure that young people are employed.
1: Okay, we're going to come back to those ideas and to our guests. We are engaging with new parties uh, on the political scene. We're with the Socialist Revolutionary Workers Party, the African Continent Movement, and African Covenant a little bit later than we normally do. 23 minutes past 6 it is. Let's get the very latest traffic news with Norsipo Khadebe. Elections 2019 on Kaya, Kaya FM, the informed choice. Okay, Afropolitans, welcome back. 26 minutes past six. Lots and lots of you are calling in. I asked you to call, so I'm going to take some. Joyce is on the line from the Joburg CBD. Hi, Joyce. Hi, how are you? Fine and you? Go ahead. Um,
4: well, my question goes to ACM. Um, yes. The past weekend, they couldn't even feel a 10 should I say, the stadium. So, what makes them think that they can?
2: through
4: the country, and the integrity. Now, SABC is bankrupt because of him. So why he believe that people could vote for him? And then again, he benefited from Bukasa. What made him think, oh, we just forgot about that, or we for
1: corruption, man, in South Africa? Okay, Joyce, uh, questions directed for Llaadi Motsuneng. We'll give them to him in a moment, but let's take one more. Mothlolo Bramley, hi. Hi, yeah, I'm Simon alive. Finding you. Go ahead, Mothlolo.
4: Good chance. I have two questions for Mr.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um First question is: uh, If he was indeed in uh, on the uh, Mosasa role? and uh, the other question is: While he was still the SEC um he implemented plans that has had run out the finances of the SEC. So how is he going to run the own country?
1: Okay, so it's similar to Joyce's question. So, Afropolitans, I'm going to ask you this. I mean, obviously, Mr. Motswining will take those questions. I do want us to talk, though, about policies. Um, we're talking about parties. Yes, indeed, leaders uh, play a role, and, and those questions have a certain validity, but I'm not going to take, spend the whole evening discussing that. That's, that's another conversation. Uh, but, Claudi Motsuning, since you've been asked these things, if you can briefly respond to those, because I really do want to get back to the issues. Uh, look, uh, John... I mean, I have been
3: explaining this several times. Yes. Now is the time to look for the manifesto of the ACM. I want to put it on record. If they want to know my standpoint on all these issues, they could could go and Google what I'm saying on these issues. I want to focus on the movement.
1: Okay, let's get into the let's get back into the issues. I want to talk about land uh, and start with you, Pagamile Hlube, representing the Socialist Revolutionary Workers Party. I know, I'm looking at a sentence here where you say we will abolish the private ownership of land, and I'm wondering how that's going to go down with South Africans. Obviously, many people have a wide range. Of views and I'm not a person who's been dispossessed so I'm not qualified to speak but let me share with you at least my impression surely a lot of people are imagining that when there is a justice arrangement for the South African land situation they will get their land back now presumably they would want to own it and they certainly wouldn't want to surrender it to another government
2: well for us the reason we're saying this first of all um, you must remember we are pushing socialism and socialism is a philosophy, it's not just a philosophy, it's a way of life. It's a system which is designed to benefit all of humanity. So it's where as a nation we take a decision where or we, uh, we use our resources for the benefit of all. In the clause for abolishing private property, we're saying that under a socialist government, no one should own land because it is precisely the private ownership of land and the system of which is based on uh, profiteering, the <laughs> cat where you, we now find ourselves in a crisis. We've heard other political formations, for example, um, proposing the solution to the land issue by saying that carve up South Africa into bits and pieces and give everybody gets a piece of land. But now we're dealing with a society where more than half the population lives in abject poverty. 37% of them are unemployed. What do you think they will do the first time that they, they receive the land? The first thing they'll do is they'll sell it back to the market. So effectively, you will have changed nothing. I mean, this is part of the crisis with the, with the uh, willing seller, willing buyer uh, uh, situation currently. And this is why the land uh, policies under the capitalist ANC government have failed. So, so let, you, let, let if, me ask you this. Why, sh- would,
1: why wouldn't you offer people a choice? I mean, it may well be that person A is in the position that you describe. Person B has a, a different set of arrangements. They've got family members who are skilled at farming. They want to see if they can make a real go and become the avocado kings of of.
2: well let's remember what exactly is the purpose of farming what is what is its its exact purpose its origin the purpose of farming is to feed the community and to feed the 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 country at large that's its primary that should be its primary goal yet we live in a country where the majority of people go to sleep without a meal and yet there's an oversupply of food that's the capitalist system. So the capitalist system is, is, is because we have been driving a profit agenda, we, it has resulted in the majority of people being worse off, going to, to, to bed homeless and hungry. We are saying that um, under a socialist system, because land, private ownership of land will be abolished, it means that the land will be used the way it should be, scientifically. And the
1: government will decide.
2: And the government will decide. Okay.
1: Cloudy <laughs> Motswining Land, what, what, what does ACM offer the voter?
3: Uh, Look, uh, ACM, we we are simple We are saying on the land issue Firstly, government should distribute simple stuff that they have failed for more than 25 years Give people title deeds Secondly, we are saying the land that is owned by government It should be given To our people free of charge. Thirdly, we are saying we know there are farmers in South Africa. On that land, we are saying government should negotiate with the white farmers. Let me put it specifically Mm -hmm. with the white farmers to buy the land. Back, so that they negotiate because we want to build a united
1: South Africa. So your your, your land, the the land section in your manifesto, Mr. Motsuning, is, is is pretty short. Four. Uh, Four points, all of them one sentence. And and the first one is this, which says, discussions with traditional leaders, landowners, and communities will continue until a solution is reached about land distribution. If your aim is that, A, you're going to pay white farmers for their land, and, B, after that, you're going to give it away to everybody else for free, why don't you just say that? No, 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 no. I mean, you're saying it now, but why is it not here in your document? No, 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 no. It's summary. The yes. document
3: that you are, you, you are dealing with, they have given I'll, you a summary. I've,
1: I've summarized it very nicely for yeah, you. Why but, don't but, you put uh, it in?
3: No, 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 no. no. But uh, look, what, what, what I'm saying to you, I'm, I'm saying, I'm giving you the facts. What we are saying, we are saying government should buy land for those people who want to use land to benefit our own people. Example, I come from a rural area. Right. Some of my relatives, they owned a huge... Uh, 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 hectares of farm but they don't use the farm to benefit themselves or the community they just just sits there mm. so what we are saying we are saying when government uh, 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 give you a farm release funds and buy a farm for you you should motivate why you should get a farm what are you going to do so that at least we know that the farm that you are going to buy it is going to benefit
1: south africans but we don't want to go there and grab land. Uh, okay. Now now Dr. Beloy from the from African Covenant I'll just read one sentence. South African land shall be owned by the citizens under the stewardship of the state. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, the the thing is we must acknowledge that land uh, was not created by all of us. Land was created by the Lord. Mm-hmm. We are all on it now as a nation. Mm. And the entire land of South Africa must be used for the benefit of South African citizens.
1: What does and, that mean? And
0: the only thing that we need, you need a leadership that is able to take uncommon decisions that benefit all South African citizens. Not black, white, colored or Indian or whatever. We must be able to say the land of South Africa must be used for two major purposes. One, for South African citizens who have the capability to own the land and use it to build homes... And secondly, to do business. Because a country must be able to do business and people must have place to stay. You can't be a tenant for life in your own land. So that, that we have done a due diligence exercise. We yes. have met with, with people currently who are owning land, and we've had discussions with them. We have met with people who are landless and homeless, We have had discussions with that. We are going to reconcile the two and be able to create a South Africa where people are able to have a decent livelihood.
1: Let, let me ask you this. I mean, mm. further down, you say that we need to ensure that, uh, that there's managed land occupation, that land should be, should be used uh, to ensure that the business on it is benefiting the citizens. Yes, What if somebody says, I want this piece of land because this was the land of my forefathers and foremothers and I wish to have it back because it was taken away from me and please don't tell me how to use it because it's mine. Yeah, you can so, have, uh, how are you how are you gonna get that person yeah, you,
0: you you can't have a selfish mind flourishing in south africa is it, why is that must, selfish no it's, it's selfish because because <laughs> how do you how do you lean on something like that in 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 2019 we want south africa by the way we are doing this from a love factor to say yes. we don't want to be violent we don't want to be disruptive we want to build a nation that come 10 years from now we can start to say this issue of land is no longer an issue that is dividing us us. So communication, but not not lengthy communication. Communication that's linked to a vision is what is going to help us make sure that the South African land is used for the benefit of South African citizens. And our manifesto is very clear. Our policy that is already finalised is very clear. Our consultation with South African citizens in the nine provinces has given us a very very clear clue
1: yes. that what we are about to do will benefit the nation. Okay, let's go back to the lines. Jason's in Eldorado Park. Hi.
4: Hi, um, hi, John, and um, hello to the panel. I just want to ask, like, um guys, um, I, I don't understand how you came up for, you know, provincial government and national government if you guys never been, if you guys in fact never ran a municipality, a ward, or a metro, or or even been in a coalition with any other political party. So just help me understand, how would you guys be able to run a country if you never made your feet wet with a ward?
1: Can I ask you a quick question? Who did you vote for in 1994, if you don't mind me asking?
4: Me, myself. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still young. I'm
1: still young. Oh, I see. When, when was the and, first? And oh, okay. All right. Uh, redundant question. Thanks, Raymond. Let's go to, uh, we'll get an answer to that. Snega is in Kajiso out on the west. Hi, Snega. Hi, Snega. Snega, one more time. Okay. Uh, Raymond's question. You've never governed before?
2: Well, I mean, um, the ANC has been governing for more than two decades and they've made a complete disaster of it um, through pursuing capitalist policies and in particular a a, a neoliberal macroeconomic framework. We were talking earlier about the problem of joblessness in South Africa. Part of the the reason we have that problem is because the South African economy is geared towards supporting the financial sector where not a lot of real jobs exist. And our government, as a result, of pursuing this agenda, it resulted in massive deindustrialization. industrialization okay, of that, but, but, but,
1: but, but that's so, what's wrong with the people you're trying to get rid of. I mean, it is a fair question. When you come in, let, let's, say, let's say you, you become uh, the party governing Gauteng. Yes. You'll have to do stuff. Um, and you can say, hi, well, we're going to abolish this and abolish that. But fundamentally, then you've got to say, OK, who's going to run the health care system and how they're going to do that? Experience is important. I mean, and lack of it is also potentially tricky.
2: Well, that's. As I said, that's, that's the, that may be the case, but the fact of the matter is experience doesn't necessarily guarantee the outcome for the working class majority.
1: We, we know um, that, but, but uh, what and, do you and guys what bring? what we
2: are putting forward okay. is a completely different framework for a different way, uh, a, a completely different society and a different way of running government. We're talking about here a socialist society um, where, first of all, for example, our manifesto is the way it is because of um, genuine Consultation from all me- for members of society, for members of the working class who have a vision for the kind of country that they want to see. It's members of the working class who build this economy through their sweat. It's members of the working class who are responsible for growing this economy. Mm. And it's time that members of the working class lead. Because frankly, members of the working class have given up their power to the elites, to capitalists, to do the running for them. And all that's happened is that the same capitalists have made decisions in their interests which have been disastrous for the majority of people.
1: Okay we'll come back to all these issues I'll give both of the other two uh, guests an opportunity to talk about experience or lack of it. I want to talk about education we've heard from Cloudy Motsuneng about the ACM's position on education but more to hear from both of our other guests. We haven't talked about crime and of course I promise both of the guests, uh, all three of the guests, that there's an opportunity uh, towards the end for them to say what is the big issue? What is the main issue that they think this election is about? And what is the big issue they tackle if they got their hands on the levers of power? But let's get our hands on what's happening on the traf- in the traffic. Mosipo Khadebe has the latest for 95.9.
0: Elections 2019 on Kaya
1: FM, The Informed Choice. On the Law Report with Michael Motswining Bill, uh they will be debating and unpacking the Traditional and Khoisan Leadership Bill. Uh and then later on an update from a march that happened this morning in Bishaw, in the Eastern Cape to the Provincial House of Traditional Leaders raising issues uh of the way women are treated under traditional law which raises an interesting question for uh all three of our guests, and let's start with you, uh, Dr. Beloy. Traditional leaders, where, the, where do they fit in with uh, the African Covenant's way of looking at things?
0: Yeah, you see you see, in the nation we have flourished in dividing people based on categories. We have called people that and that and that, and we miss out on governing the nation. This nation needs to be governed. We must have a government that governs the nation and allow people to express themselves within a particular guidance from the leadership so from our side we are not categorizing categorizing people and wanting to interfere with with a, a lot of things at the micro level south africa needs urgently it needs leadership it needs a vision That will now begin to unite the the country and and restore our respect and restore our order and make sure that all of us from every area from which we function, we start to connect to an economic system that allows us to prosper. So I'm saying this because the issue of traditional leadership is a specialized area which necessarily is not a, something that, that should, should overshadow the fact that a government must be in place, a government must have a vision, and allow those the team to be able to express themselves. It's the same way as business.
1: But, but, but you're now the president of South Africa. You've yeah. got a minister of rural development and traditional affairs, whatever it might be called in that particular configuration of the cabinet. Yeah. There is huge upheaval in rural areas about laws, both traditional and modern, about the way in which women have access to land and the extent to which that is determined by view, uh, things that are something uh, that, are, that are considered by some to be patriarchal. If you want to be president, mm. I would just suggest to you, Dr. Beloy, that your thing that lets all get along is mm. not going to work terribly well. You're going to have to send someone there to do some unpopular things and... Be willing to bang their head against a few doors in search of a solution we're, that that is what politics is which done, you've signed up for we have done it successfully we are not yes. tra- looking at
0: our our fathers and our mothers as traditional leaders yes. we are looking at them as citizens of south africa who are leaders ordained by the lord to lead certain communities and we've been consulting with them and getting guidance from them and they have expressed how much we have segregated them by seeing others as modern leaders or as yes. urban leaders and all such so what we're saying our our model allows our leaders, our parents, our fathers in our communities to now come on board and bring the indigenous approaches to governance. And that is within a model of governance that we are bringing. And that brings them on par in terms of making sure that this country unites, this country is respected, this country is orderly and this country prospers.
1: Traditional leaders, Hlubi, how, what's, what's your party's view on that?
2: Well, I think you used a very good example, John, when you were talking about land. Mm. Ownership of land is power. Ownership of land is wealth. And the problem with um, South Africa in particular is that the ownership of the land has been uh, concentrated in the hands of a minority of people. Now, in terms of traditional land, because of the the, the way um, customary law has been applied, in particular to women... Um, there is a lot of inequality in the way that this process is doled out. And for us, as the Socialist Revolutionary Workers' Party, whose foundation is the equality of men and women, this is why, for us, the issue of... um, uh, land ownership under state control under the ownership of a socialist state is so a important. A central government. Because of the fact that there's abuses that take place in, in rural areas. There's abuses that take place under traditional leadership. I and mean, we've seen this. And, you know, I, I, I respect my comrade who's sitting in, next to me talking about how they will intervene. But the reality is we've had more than two decades of this. And we know it hasn't worked. So the fact is that if we are going to make sure that we're all on the same page and everybody starts off equal then we should start from a premise where nobody owns land and the state makes a scientific determination of how land is used for the benefit of every human being that way we can ensure that no sectors of society yes. are discriminated against but
0: we should be factual in that regard because yeah. the value you, you see john I, I, I do
1: v- want to give Flari moatsuning a chance I,
0: I won't take long the yes. value is important you see
2: when you are a leader
0: without marrying your leadership vision and style to values. You will oppress people, you will undermine people, and you'll be selfish in your appropriation of resources. And okay. South Africa must have leaders who are saying, a citizen is important, and what is it that we're doing to benefit our citizens?
1: Slari Motsuning, where do traditional leaders fit in the ACM's vision of a better South Africa? Uh, John, can I
3: deal with this issue of experience? that yes. sure. Yeah, I think it is very important. You know, the enemy of our people is the mentality. Experience doesn't mean that you'll be able to deliver. You see, I know many people, the same government, they have experience, but they can't deliver. Let me tell you this. It is very important for South Africans that they should not judge people because of experience. I have experience myself. I have been governing. I have been leading a big organization. I have experience. It is not new to me to govern. So, but experience, I mean, you know, John, from your experience, there are many people, uh, 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 if you talk about, because you should define the experience, because some of them, they only know the buildings. They, all, uh, they don't know how to think, they don't have a plan, they don't have a vision But they have been there many decades, but they can't change South Africa So let us not use experience Okay, point, made, point made, let's get to traditional leaders Look, for us, we are Africans We stand for Africa and we are saying we must make sure that our culture, our tradition, we recognize them what if, what, what, if, what if
1: tradition is a subject of fierce debate when we're no, no two people can agree exactly on what tradition determines? I mean, that's the reality, isn't it? No, no, no. It, it is a reality. But what you need to do,
3: as Lube was raising all these other uh, concerns about traditional leaders, there are issues that you can't negotiate. You will just implement. If I'm appointed... As president of the country, I will never negotiate transformation. I will never uh, uh, negotiate issues that I know they are going to benefit our own people as I did
1: in the past. Okay, thank you. Now, I'm going to take three more calls. Uh, Let's start with Snega, who we had and we lost and we have back. Snega, hi. Hi, hi John. How are you? Good, and
4: you? Thanks. Don to to Pagami, I like, hear her very well. But here's the thing, I don't know if she knows that she doesn't need to be in government to implement what she's saying her party will do. They are being backed by workers, and now those workers have been pawned to the banks, to your underwriters, and all of those insurance companies, and they're being sold by the union reps. So I'm saying if if they want to. Lord, what lot, what does they are going to as government? They should do it with the workers that they have. They can start their own bank as the workers. They can start their own housing scheme because they've got backup of workers. They can do it from the the, the yeah. union. Then we can say they can do this. But now they don't need the government. They need people to do that.
1: Okay, Snegger, Thanks, Raymond Dipcliff. Hi. hi. Hi, Raymond. How are you? Fine, and you? Yes, yeah. yes,
4: yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, my, my my question is directed to Mr. Mutwane. I want to understand as to what is the ATN's policy on immigration because our borders are porous. I want to understand what they are for us. Okay, thanks. And Jabulani, Fandabelle, hi. Hi, John, how are you? Fine, Jabulani, you? I'm good, thanks. And good evening
4: to, to your guests today. John, mine is not a question per se, but a comment general. To say as the working class, we are sick and we are sick enough. We've heard it. We've we've tried to vote with the hope that our lives are going to get better, but The people who are voting to power are pushing us further and further into poverty, deeper and deeper into poverty. Now we are saying we are sick and sick enough. We are going to abolish the system that they are pushing so hard and protecting, which is the system of capitalism, which according to the system, it is correct for some to have more than they need and some to have nothing at all. We are sick and sick and sick enough. Socialism is coming, and it is a train that is unstoppable,
1: and it is here. Okay, Jabalani, thanks. Uh, more a comment than a question. Um Pakamile Ljubi Majola, Snega was saying that that there are things you could and should be doing and perhaps he was implying you haven't done enough in the union movement. He certainly made some implicit criticism saying that uh, unions were drawing workers into the kind of contracts with with, with capitalist businesses that didn't serve them particularly well. Uh, How do you want to respond to that? I mean, he's saying that, that you can get busy with this stuff now.
2: Well, first of all, I think, um, let's be clear, that the Workers' Party is a party of the working class. NUMSA is a trade union. And uh, whilst NUMSA is, in my view, the most progressive working class formation in this country, which frankly has done more for members of the working class, even than this government. If you look at its own history, if you look at the wins we've won in court, the labor court on the issue of labor brokers, the issue of the struggle song and all the battles that we've been fighting on behalf of members of the working class, the fact of the matter is that as a trade union, we remain limited. We are not interested in piloting a project amongst a handful of members of the working class. We are interested in the working class taking power in its own interests because it is, the, it is time for the working class to lead. The working class are the ones who are responsible for creating wealth in this society. Just look at our, our situation in South Africa. We have, on average, 30 service delivery protests a day. Yes. Alex is burning. Because it's unfair that you should have an Alexandra and a Santon coexisting in the same place. That is the crisis of capitalism. That you've got members of the working class whose, whose, whose hard work is responsible for the mushrooming of Santon. And yet they live with rats in shacks. So the fact of the matter is this. If we are going to genuinely transform the lives of the majority of people, you need to have a radical transformation. And that's only possible when you disrupt the system. when you destroy capitalism, and when you replace it with a just socialist government whose goal is to act in the interest of all and not just to benefit and to enrich a few people.
1: Claudie Motsuning, immigration, a specific question to you from Raymond. Uh, Look, our view is um,
3: our home affairs, police, they should align their system. You know, the issue here in South Africa Home Affairs is operating in silos in that corner. Police, they are operating in silos in that corner. We want to make sure all people who are coming into South Africa, they have proper documents. But as long as you have these departments separated from each other, even the crime issue is caused because if you commit a crime in South Africa, it is very difficult to be for you to be found by the police because the home affairs system and police they are not aligned what we are saying from our side we are saying we are going to make sure that private sector i'm talking about the banks home affairs uh, police you have one system to prevent crime in south africa so by preventing a a crime in south africa if you go to bank you are going to uh, uh, open a bank account you are you are you are a mafia the police should catch you. Yeah. The system should talk to, to 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 the police. But we are also saying gun free for South Africa. No citizen should have a gun.
1: Okay. In South Africa. Okay. Now We're running out of time. We've literally got 30 seconds each for each of you to tell us what you think is going to be the most important issue in this election. And I really mean 30 seconds. Dr. Beloyed,
0: We must be be honest. Uh, Most of the things you spoke about are in place. The only thing is you need leadership in South Africa, which prioritizes the citizens of the country and makes sure that we build a nation on a vision. Without that... in in place you will continue to have corruption and selfishness and all these kind of things so african covenant brings leadership with a vision and this leadership is coming from all over the country and it's experts that are good at what they're about to do we are experienced and we know what we're about okay i'm
1: going to give i'm going to give each of you like a 10 second thing 30 seconds Pagamile llubi machola
2: Well, for us, it's very simple. You look anywhere in the world, there's practical examples where socialist policies, when they're implemented, it ultimately results in the improvement of the lives of of society. Cuba is a case in point. In spite of its poverty, it leads as the country with the highest quality of life. The fact of the matter is, if you are not going to drive an agenda in the interest of the majority of people who are the working class, you've already failed. If you're not going to drive an, an agenda to destroy the capitalist system which is responsible for high levels of poverty, unemployment, okay, and inequality, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop you've you there. Failed. Thank you
1: very much. Cloudy Motsonek, thirty seconds please, if you can, wrap it up. As the ACM, we are going to deal with unemployment.
3: Firstly, all private sector, including government, we are not gonna allow them to retrench people, to retrench workers. Because you can't say you are going to create Ten employment seconds. When in any case, you are uh, 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 reducing employment by making sure that you retrench people. The banks, we know, as we are speaking, Uh, they are retrenching people now we want to make sure that we pay our workers very well in Dr. South Africa. Dr. Motsuning,
1: I need to be fair to everybody I gave everybody 30 seconds everybody took 45, which is the way it ought to be. But thank you very much to all three of our guests. Lauri Motsuning joined us from the ACM. Dr. Konvi Beloy was with us from African Covenant and thank Pagamile Hlubi Majola was with us from the Socialist Revolutionary Workers Party Good luck to all of you in the election. Many thanks for giving us your time tonight on KFM 95.9 all, all of you. Yes, ACM. ACM. Get ready
0: to vote for a all of you,
1: ACM, African Content Okay, well... I'm
3: mobilizing all South Africa, including yourself here in the studio. You know thank, thank you very much. Yes, thank you.
1: Okay, we're going to have to cut your microphones, otherwise, we'll never find out what's going on in the traffic. Great discussion. I really enjoyed it, and thanks to the guests. Let's get the very latest from Out on the Roads from Nosipo Chedebia. I'm John Perlman. Good night to you. Sutume is next.
3: Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.